I'll take a, a jacked up Dean Winchester over any 10 other hunters any day. I'm proud of us. Warning, the Winchester wenches use adult language and discuss adult topics. If you are easily offended, stop listening now. Seriously, turn back while you still can. Son of a bitch! Dean! Sam! Yeah, well, there's times I want to get slapped during sex by a girl wearing a Zorro mask. I don't make it a good idea. I lost my shoe. Welcome to the Winchester Winches Show with T-Squared. We talk about all things Winchester and Supernatural related. Because we're not trapped out here with you. You're trapped out here with us. Hello and welcome to the Winchester Winches Podcast. I'm T. And I'm Other T. That We did get this right, right? It is my turn to be Other T. It is. Okay, okay, just just making sure. Last time we ran a little long talking about our Jeremy Carver years. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, oopsie. Uh, not that we get carried away talking about Supernatural at all. I'm sorry, are you saying that I am loquacious? I don't know. I don't either because I don't know what that word means. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a wordy bitch. Oh, well, that's true. You are. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but it comes in handy in your line of work. So, you know. <laughs> so anyway, we are going to be moving on to part two of the Carver years. Woo-hoo. Okay. So we're going to move on to episode, to season 10. Um, and the notable episodes here, um, episode one, of course, Black is, is, is notable. Uh, <laughs> directed by Robert Singer. It's written by Jeremy Carver. And we get Dean Munn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and the freaking bed scene oh i'm sorry i was justin in that hello and and you know episode two <sighs> rickenbach um we you know we get that whole uh i know your name's montego and toya i killed your father I prepared to die. yeah um, oh yeah that's when we got uh what's his face uh, we were so excited to have him and then we found out he was such a cad yeah but we won't we're not even going to give him we're not even going to say his name because that's yeah. yeah we won't even say his name on the yeah um and uh episode three soul survivor uh but you got well we find a you get all that stuff with uh with dean and the, the he's like at the piano <gasps> yes and and oh those, my god and he just slices through his skin and it and just you know oh. what those you know what the you know he only plays four notes but you know what it is that he's playing right it's the dean song no it's hey jude uh, it's the first well, they, do, they actually bring back the dean's don't they this yeah they, they do bring back dean's theme yeah dean yeah but that um, yeah he was doing hey Jude, huh? yeah that was the first four notes of hey jude uh and somebody said that's what his mom sang you know when he mm-hmm. was little or whatever that was her lullaby um okay and so uh season in episode three soul survivor directed by jensen and written by uh, Buck Lemming. So um, the bunker hide so and seek though. stuff is just great. I mean, the way Jensen, you know, set those up and shot that, that's just awesome. And the, I like the disease. I'm just like, oh, oh, oh God, that hit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Objectify. Objectify. He's trying to kill us. He's yeah, trying, he's trying to, to kill us. Yeah. Literally. Um, because, oh, my God. And is that, is that when he beats the fucking tar out of Cass? Um, no, I think, well, I think that's in, um, Rickenbach, but I don't remember. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's like, oh. So, so good. And so many, uh, you know, and, and, and Dean and, was just too, too short. 
And and I do want to point out, because this was something that we intentionally skipped, because somebody, you know, this was discussed prior to we started recording. Um, we intentionally skipped Dark Dynasty for season nine as a notable, because that's where they killed Charlie, and I didn't want to talk about it. Uh, so I just want everybody to know we did that on purpose. We skipped that on purpose. Um, <laughs> Even though Dean killing the Stones was the hottest thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Um, that that was that, and that's when that's the episode that he beats the shit out of Cass too. I mean, he does, ah, right. yeah, in in the in the one with the Stein. Then he kills the kid. Yeah, where he kills the kid, and then he beats the shit There's out of no Cass. Um, okay, so back to episode three, Soul Survivor. Um, that the the way that is uh, laid out, and of course, it's all on the director Jensen. Uh, the 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 hide and seek scenes, you know in the uh bunker he's the one that that set that up and shot that uh so and that's my favorite part that's my favorite part of the whole episode um but you know what we left out because this was something that that i i got so tickled about when i saw it online and i thought yeah it was total truth and i think it was in it was in episode two in rickenbuck uh once sammy's got dean in the car and they're going back to the bunker and baby's been trashed and Sam's like, you know, something about it, you know, I can't believe you let the car go or whatever. And Dean's like, it's just a, it's car. Just a car. And it's like, ah! Ah! what did you say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I saw this thing that somebody in the fandom made and it's like, um, Dean uh, kills guy or whatever. And fandom's like, oh, that's OK, Dean. He was being an ass. Um, you know, Dean's Dean's mean to Sam. That's OK. You know. Sam, we understand. Um, but, Dean, it's just a car. You take that shit back. <laughs> you know, we, we let everything, everything about him being a, de- a demon, we let that shit slide because we were like, ah, you know, they deserved it. He was a dick, you know, whatever. But he said it's just a car, and that was something that we couldn't forgive. The fandom was like, you take that shit back right now. That was the love of his life. Right, right, exactly. You take that shit back. That is not cool. You cannot say that. You know, no. We find out later that maybe possibly he was probably conceived in that goddamn car. Right, exactly. Okay. That was an awesome scene. All right. So moving on with season 10, uh, another notable episode, of course, is fan fiction. Uh, the 200th episode, it was directed by Phil. It was written by Robbie. <laughs> um, it was a love letter to the fans. And there's just nothing bad about that whole episode. You know, I just love everything about that episode. I love that, that Chuck comes back correct. at the end. Um, you know, I love the whole thing. Everything about it. I love it. But I'm sure that it's been talked about and done to death, so we weren't going to just, you know, go on. It's one of the highest rated things that has ever been on um, IMDb as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's just an excellent... It's a 9.5, because, you know, people are bitches, and that's like 6,000 ratings. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. That's... The, yeah, right that's a high that's score. That's really high. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and so moving on, episode eight, Hibbing 911, is another notable episode directed by Tim Andrew, written by Jenny Klein. Again, we love Jenny. Jenny Donna. Uh, and uh, it's written, also written by uh, Phil Sagrisha. Um, and that's where we get D- Donna and Jody finally meet. We finally get our wayward queens together in one room, and it's just awesome. Again, it's Kim, Brianna, so if you want to come on the show. Donna, huh? Donna sees the the vampire for the first time instead of like running away she runs away the first time but then she's like wait just a minute (laughs) 
was like, wait just a minute. I'm not, I'm badass. Yeah, I can do this. Um, and I just, I, I love them. And, you know, I'm going to say it again. Kim, Brianna, if you want to come on the show, we'd love to have you. Um, and uh, episode. We let you off the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably wouldn't be like, we, we would be wanting to be friends with them so bad. I mean, <laughs> like, like, hey, can we do lunch? Have your people call our people. <laughs> hey, we got to go. Bye. Yeah, yes, yeah. We would we, we'd be sucking up to them so damn bad. Um, okay, and episode 11, There's No Place Like Home, uh, is another notable episode directed by Phil and written by Robbie. Poor Charlie. Um, yeah, uh, Charlie's back from Oz at that point, and um, Dean beating up bad Charlie. Oh, you know, and it affected good Charlie when he was beating on bad Charlie, and that guilt is just, you know, that kind of sends him over the edge. Uh, and it's something that comes up again in one of my it's like my favorite episode of season 10, and that's hard to choose because season 10 has so many great episodes. Really does. Um, I mean, you know that if Jeremy Carver had wanted to end on a high note, that would have been the best time to leave. You know, instead of waiting one more season. I'm not saying eleven is bad. I'm not because it's a good season. I'm just saying ten was like, oh, holy crap! Yeah, holy crap! Um, but my favorite episode, season uh, ten, is episode twelve about a boy. Uh, it's direct, directed by Serge, and I'm not even going to try to say his last name anymore. Um, <laughs> it's written by Adam Glass. Um, that opening part with Dean in his room, and he's doing research on the Mark of Cain and the First Blade and everything. Um, and that song just fits so well. The song that they're playing, in case nobody knows, is Ashes, The Rain, and I. Uh, it's by James Gang, which uh, is Joe Walsh's band. You know, Joe Walsh was in that band. You know, and if you don't know who Joe Walsh was, he was an eagle. He was an eagle. Look it up. If you don't know who Joe Walsh is, then you need yeah, some you, you need to know what Google's for if you don't know who Joe Walsh is. Um, I mean, he's married to, he's brother-in-law to a beetle, for, for crying out loud. So, you know, because because him and uh, Ringo Starr are married sisters. So he's 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 a Beatles brother in law for crying out loud. Um, anyway, so you should know who Joe Walsh is. I'm just saying uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you don't know who Joe Walsh is, I want you to right now pause this <laughs> podcast, go to Google, look him up um, anyway. And of course, we get Dylan Everett back in this episode playing young Dean. And he has he does such a great job. He's got all of Jensen's mannerisms down. He plays our Dean so well. Um, and, and I saw a thing where they were talking to him. Uh, and then they talked to Jared. And Jared said that he had a talk to with Dylan when Dylan first came on the set to do this. And he told him, you know, I probably know this character. I'm the, the second best person, you know, because Jensen, of course, knows him better. But he was like, I probably know there's only one other person on this planet that knows this character better than me. So, you know, he told him if at any point you want to say, hey, uh, how should I do this? I, you know. Jared's like, I've been riding next to him in the car for so long, I could tell you how to do it. <laughs> you know, and I, I thought that was really great because they were, they were, you know, both Jared and Jensen were so great with helping Dylan pull this off. Um, and he did. He nailed it. I mean. There is a reason why our boys are one of the most amazing men in this industry. Right, because yeah. they bring all of the 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 day players, the ones that come in just for one off episodes, and they don't care. 
They yeah. want it to be amazing for them, and they never treat them like assholes. They never treat them like second-class citizens, and that's why these people want to come back again and again to do, even if they're a different freaking character, you know, because, you know, mm-hmm. you've got the Vancouver contingency that's like, right. you know, we'll see them like five seasons later, and they're like, oh, hey, it's that nurse. And, you know, <laughs> oh. yeah, and, and something that I find amusing Okay, is that, you know, Dylan Everett plays young Dean and then Chad Everett plays old Dean. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they're not related. I Googled. No, they're not. (laughs) I just think it's funny that they have the same last name. Um, But in this episode, it's really funny when um, Dean's like uh, Sam's like, I want to believe it. And Dean's like, yeah, well, you believed in the Easter Bunny till you were 12. And Sam's like, no, I didn't. And Dean just gives him that look. And Sam's like, "Okay, I was 11. (laughs) <laughs> and Dean says, and a half. <laughs> and Sam says, and a half. I love the part, you know, where the, the they're interviewing the witness, and he's like, it was flowers. It was flowery. What kind of flowers? It was flowery flowers. Um, and then he's like, but you know what it was? You know what it was? And, he's, and, and Dean's like, don't say it. And the guy's like, aliens. And Dean's like, he said it. You know? <laughs> and then when they're walking away, the wheels just came flying off the bus, Dean says, you know? And he's like, what is that? And, and Sam's like, well, if it wasn't this and if it wasn't that, what does it leave us? And uh, Dean's like, it leaves us with little green men and a bucket of lube. Um, and and uh, I, I, they had some really great lines in this episode. I mean, Tina's like, I'm a tween, and you look like a One Direction reject. <laughs> She asked, Tina says, you know, how are you so calm? And Dylan, uh, as young Dean says, practice. Um, Dean uncovers the pink cake. And I said, at least it wasn't pie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tina says, you know, before I just thought you were another drunk. And young Dean says, I prefer functional alcoholic. Um, and Tina so says, true. yeah. And Tina says, seriously, what are you? And Dean says, that is a long ass story. <laughs> um, the look on Sam's face when, when Dean knocks on the door and Sam lets him in, you know, and he's just like, hiya, Sammy. And he walks past him and then it shows Sam just standing there. That look on his face, Jared pulls that off. So great because Jared's just standing there like, I mean, that is the the absolute what the fuck look like. Oh, my God. What the fuck? You know, (laughs) he just pulls that off so well standing there. It's just awesome. Um, And, and, you know, uh, Dean says, uh, I'm looking like Bieber. Yeah, I show up here looking like Bieber, and 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 Sam is trying to ask him, you know, what happened? What happened? You know, and, and Dean's like, really? Seriously? Yeah. He's like, I got no grass on the infield and a girl's going to die. You want to talk about this now? <laughs> I've got no grass on the infield and a girl's going to die. Um, and I just want to say, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this episode, it's Hansel as in, you know, Hansel and Gretel and the witch uh, that are the bad guys in this one. Um I love the whole I love the whole conversation between Sam and Dean when Sam says I'm too big to fit in that and Dean's like, I bet that's the first time you've ever had to say that <laughs> And Sam's like, This coming from the guy wearing underoos <laughs> I love that Sam still gets to get his punches in too, you know, especially considering at this point the roles are reversed and Sam's the big brother, you know. And if it had been able to stay that way you know, that's what they were hoping for, uh, so that because he didn't have the mark of Cain. Mark Cain anymore, yeah. And so they were gonna try and leave him as a teenager. So Sam would have been the big brother at that point, but 
Can you imagine if like Jensen had actually left the show and they had to do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just can't imagine. I just because because the way it turns him back is such a as Sam put it, you pulled a Dean Winchester. <laughs> you know, because he turns into BAMF Dean. He, you know, he pulls the thing off the guy's neck and he squeezes the thing and turns him, turns himself back into Dean. And the when he does that, there's this moment, you know, where the guy reaches for his chest and realizes the bag's gone. And he looks at Dean and Dean's sitting there holding it up. And it's just like, oh, dude, you don't know what you did. You have really <laughs> fucked up now, you know, because he's our Dean now. <laughs> you know, he's going to kill your fucking ass. Um, and he squeezes the bag, and of course, Jensen in the hoodie and stuff is just like, uh, oh my god, so, so wrong. Because you never get to see him in a hoodie, and it shouldn't be attractive because it's just a zip-up hoodie. But... <laughs> it shouldn't be, but it is. So wrong. It's just the small things for us some days. Yeah, some days you never know. You never know what's going to set us off. Um, and then of course, the shake it up. And baby. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, don't leave it. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just blows yeah, it. That is exactly how the girls made their very first parody. Yeah. Yeah. The Hollywood girls. Of that yeah. Song. yeah. Yep. Okay. Now, ne- the next one is yours. <laughs> yeah. Episode 14. 14 Executioner Song, uh, directed by Phil, written by uh, Bobo, uh, Robert Bobo Barons. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you go Hi, ahead, Tim. girl. You go, oh, girl. Oh my god, oh my god, Tim. Oh my god, okay. First of all, the hair. Hi, <laughs> oh, Tim Osmondson with that long, curly gray hair. That's Oh yeah, I oh, mm, I love it. How you doing? What up? What? Yeah, it's like how you doing? You're doing it wrong. It's how you doing? Their fight scene was amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's so. You know, my favorite thing. You know, besides getting, you know, Jensen into compromising scenes, my favorite is badass motherfucking Dean. Oh yeah. Because. I have a tag on my Tumblr that is Bamfdeen, and there's many, many, many of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That- oh. When they fight and he doesn't want to kill Kane, he does not want to kill him, and Kane is like, you're going to have to. Right. You know, there's no way to get around this because I'm going to keep coming. And I and, loved Kane, so I hated it that they had to kill him. I off. hated yeah. it. But, you know, and then, you know, the, the, those of us that are in the, you know, well, he's, they never showed it, so he could still be alive. Never well, that's knows. true. Um, you know, that's the episode, too, where Jensen stabbed Jared in the leg with the first blade. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, there's, there's some... There's some fucked upness in that episode. And when you watch that scene, that's 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 such a cool thing to know because when you watch that scene, there is no indication. No. Jared continued on. I mean, Jared is a, a a pro. I mean, he carried on and finished that scene. And like when you see the con footage where they're talking about it, you know, He's Jensen, like, Jensen, me. <laughs> yeah, Jensen, Jensen knew he did it. Jared knew he did it. I mean, it was like, um, you know, there was no question it had happened. But they finished, they finished the scene, and it's just wow, just wow, yeah. 
And there's also some freaking awesome Rowena and Crowley stuff in that episode. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. And I love Rowena. I can't say that enough. Oh, I love Ruthie. She's she's amazing. I'm telling you, like, it's it's like the... <laughs> This Ruthie is, is another one. The boys are all girls. <laughs> Ruthie is another one that I would just like. If I was a guy, I'd give my left nut to have on the show. You know, I, mean, I would. If I was a guy, I would and totally she's give. So goddamn tiny. I like, know. I would love to have her on our podcast. She, I would. She's got to wear four inch boots just to even get to like Jensen's chest. <laughs> I mean, she is itty bitty. Yeah, she's she's fairy sized. She <laughs> she's fairy sized. Um, Jared's like, I can get my pocket. Okay, so we're we're gonna move on to another notable episode is episode seventeen, Inside Man, um, directed by Rashad Ernesto Green and written by Andrew Dab. And Bobby's back. This is the uh, one episode in season ten uh, that Jim Beaver was on. Um, yeah, Bobby. Bobby's in heaven, and they contact Bobby to help them. And Bobby does what Bobby does. He helps them. Oh, my God. He's so funny sitting in front of the fireplace reading, and he's so bored. Right, right. And he's and he's, and he's watching Tori Spelling. <laughs> that's, yeah. He's, like, out in the hallway. What's going on? Yeah. Um, and that's the episode where Rowena goes after um, Mark of Cain Dean in the bar. And I was and I said to you before the show, I was like, really? You went after the bear in his cave? <laughs> you you don't do that. Smart. She was so like shocked that she that she couldn't didn't beat have him. Power yeah, yeah, that she didn't have enough power to beat him. That was just like, uh, what? Um, and then the, the, another notable episode, and it's your favorite is ep- is another one of your favorites. It's episode Worth nineteen, Werther Project. Yeah, so yeah, go ahead. So good, man. Like, I love when they really get the mythology right. Like when they they pick something that is so cool that you're like glued to the television to watch that entire episode mm-hmm. and then of course jensen like rips us apart oh like, yeah he really he really wants to die that like he wants he's, he's so broken and he <gasps> sees he sees purgatory again mm-hmm. you know in that one is it yeah um okay and then of course another notable episode uh is 20 uh, Angel Heart, uh, because that's where uh, Claire gets Claire gets sent off to uh, Jody's, and and she says, "So what is this? A home for wayward girls, you know?" And so that's when the whole premise of wayward daughters and way, you know, that's where that came from. And we want wayward sisters. I'm just I'm going to say that right now. So any of you big muckety mucks that might ever listen to the show, you I just we just want you to know that we do want wayward sisters. Honestly, I. <clears throat> as much as I want wayward, I don't think they went the right way. Well, and I, I believe that that if they had gone a different way, that it would have been amazing. Yeah, if it had been handled a but little I, different. Yeah. I know they needed it for the the demographic that they think they need on CW, but man, you know, you you were you wasted Brie and oh and yeah, Kim. yeah, oh yeah, wasted Brie and Kim, no doubt. I mean, because yeah. But anyway, um, that's another podcast. Yeah, that's another podcast. So we won't go there. Uh, and of course, the the note the last notable episode is the finale, uh, episode twenty three, Brothers Keeper. Uh, it's directed by Phil. It's written by Carver, and it's another one of those carve your heart outs. Thank you, Jeremy Carver. Um, it's just wow. Uh, you know, I mean, Dean killed Death, of course, and oh, we miss Julian. Uh, 
Um, yeah, Brothers Keeper was pretty amazing. They let loose the darkness in that one, which, of course, set us up for the big bad in season 11. Um, and, you know, it's the thing that get it's the little things that happen that get me. It's not the big uh, gestures and the big thing. It's the little things like Dean leaving baby's keys for Sam. That just kills me, you know, and like in, in season 11, he does the same thing and he gives the keys to Sam, you know, when he's going off uh, to uh, confront Amara and he's the bomb, you know, and he leaves the keys for Sam. And it's just that's a little gesture that just is like, you know, that means he doesn't think he's coming back from it, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway. And when he put that sickle, mm. in death, he was shocked that he did it. Mm-hmm. Like literally, he was ready to die, or go off to the cosmic whatever. He but, was like done. He was like ready. But and he couldn't he kill like, Sammy. Oh shit! Yeah, but he couldn't <laughs> kill Sammy. That was that was the only reason Death died there was because he couldn't because Dean couldn't kill Sammy. If if yeah. Death had asked anything else of Dean, he would have gladly done it to die and go away. But Death asked the one thing that Dean wasn't capable of giving, and that's killing Sammy. No, even with the Mark Kane, like right, he, yeah, in his blood yeah, at that time, because you know he had just gone, oh, right, dying rampage. Holy crap! Right, <laughs> but you know. <sighs> Okay, so we ha- we 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 have made such a long podcast here. We're gonna move on to season eleven now, which is another one of those uh, awesome seasons where you know almost every episode is notable. But without a doubt, no no way, hands down, there's no question. Both of our favorite episode is Baby. Baby, and that is the most amazingly done episode in all of the world. Oh, I yeah. I mean, I told totally for the agree. soundtrack, the premise, the camera angles, the premise, the yeah. I mean, everything. I mean, uh, it was directed by Thomas J. Wright. It was written by Robbie, um, and it's just a uh, wow. I mean, it, don't night moves me. Yeah, don't night moves me. Um, and and I want you to know, you know, I, I've said before that I am a uh, DJ for a ra- uh, classic rock radio station, and I use that in a clip. Uh, that we, we call them uh, liners. Okay, so but it's like um, him say, you know, he says, "Don't night moves me," and and I use that. You know, he says it's the gra- he's the greatest rock writer of all time. You know. Samuel and he's like it's Sam and I use that in a liner uh during my show you know (laughs) and uh there's a lot of them that I use from this this one in my show uh that I do um and in the afternoon the drive home we do a traffic jam show and uh during the season this is this is i'm tattling this and i i've i've learned that my boss listens to the podcast so i'm fixing to tattle on myself uh during the season of supernatural i don't do it during helatus i only do it when the show is on but on thursdays i do uh the traffic jam show is all music from the show and i end it i end the traffic jam with carry on wayward son and I have a liner that is, uh, you know, where, where Dean's like, hands off the wheel. And Sam's like, you're not even looking at the road. I use that in the traffic jam every day. 
I use that glyph in in there every day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I use I, I use the 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 whole uh, from fan fiction where they're talking about Carry On Wayward Son, and uh, she says, "And the final, you know, we we do a version of Carry On Wayward Son in the final act." And um, Dean, and Sam's like. Really? You know, and Dean and the girl are like, it's a classic. Um, <laughs> I use that. I use that uh, before I play Carry On Wayward Son on Thursday. So, I mean, I, I, I'm i telling you, uh, everybody in my town knows I'm a Supernatural fan and it's all over the yeah. radio. Um, so, uh, but anyway, I, I got a lot of my clips from this episode from Baby. And, and it's just such an awesome way to do a show. This and they were afraid to do this because they were, it was so. It was te- they had to it was trust a technical the, challenge. The boys to do this because they were all by themselves with the camera. Right, and there was some and goofing off. Were all over the goddamn car. Oh, there was some goofing off going on, and and you know what? There was so much bleed. I've never seen so much bleed of J two versus the boys as this episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. J squared was all up in that. <laughs> you know, I mean Especially when they were driving around with the burritos. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say that liner that I used. It says, you know, he says hands off the wheel and he's like you're not even looking at the road. That was Jensen and Jared. That was not yeah, Sam. That and was Dean. Jared's voice. That was not Sam's voice. Yeah. Yeah, that was he has t- a different he has a different like tone when he's Sam. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like both him and Jensen like bring their voices down like an October two when they're doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it, that, but that was so Jensen and Jared and Ugh. not Sam and Dean. Um, and the fact, oh my God, oh my God I, the, the reverse one eighty. you know, yes. the fact that, that I'm sorry, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. But when he, but the, the reverse one eighty. the thing that gets me about that is, you know, they're talking about, can Jensen do it? Can he do it? Can he, you know, Jensen's like, you know, Give, give me a few hours and you know lunch break. I can't. <laughs> and he scared the shit out of that actress. Oh, I know, because because there was something that I saw, and I saw this just the other day. As a matter of fact, it was con footage where he's saying that she asked him before the take. She asked him, "Can you do this? Are you sure you can do this?" And he said, "I don't know. We'll see." You know, so that's why there's look of pure panic on her face when he uh, pulls the. Reverse 180 because I'm she didn't know. That, you know. Jensen could have a secondary life as a freaking stuntman. For oh yeah, driving. oh yeah. I mean, because that Especially was awesome. Better. And and the best the best part, like you said, is when he says, "I'm so sorry, baby." You know, and he kisses oh the God. yeah. He like beats the crap, and and you know it's funny because he had just like polished her up. Yeah. Yeah, before the yeah. beginning of that episode, pretty much. And, and you know, more con uh, information uh, was Jensen saying that he ad-libbed a line there that they didn't keep in. Because when he, you know, crams the pennies in the guy's mouth and he said, get out of my car, a la Harrison Ford in <laughs> Air Force One when he's like, get off my plane. plane. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and Jensen said they didn't keep it. Uh, obviously, but there but, was so much great writing, though. Like yeah, the girls oh, yeah. getting in the car because at first we were like, "Oh my God, somebody's driving, baby!" Right? The what the fuck? Right? But it was to get the pennies in the car because you know. Yeah, you had to have all of the never yeah. pennies in the car. You had to have all of the ingredients for the it was spell. So well yeah. written, and as a writer from you know an author. Yeah. Oh know, yeah. My author boner was like. 
10 feet high. Yeah, this is this is so amazingly written. This is why we love Robbie Thompson, man. (laughs) This is this is exactly. Yeah, you know, and and (laughs) and the best the best line probably of the whole episode is at the end when Dean says, let's go home. And Sam says, you know what? We are home. We are home. And it's just like, thank you. Thank you. You know, and, and, and if if nobody has ever said this to you, Robbie, let us say it right now. Thank you for giving us this episode. Because right. as much as fan fiction was a love letter to the fans, so was this one. So good. Because, you know. I mean, for God's sake, it's like door to fucking decapitate the dude. Right. Come on. And then says, baby. I'm so sorry, baby. <laughs> and like in the back seat cuffed his face smushed into the back seat oh yeah <laughs> oh my god there's like so many good things in the but the the fact that everything was the perspective of the car i was i was a little like oh what are we doing but and you you have to you so have to kind things. of you have to kind of acknowledge the fact that since this was just episode four this is the kind of the equivalent you know with the with the season you know they reached the peak too early it's it's kind of the equivalent of a premature ejaculation you know <laughs> i mean it really is because you, you know nothing was going to top baby after you know nothing was going to top you episode blew four. Your wad in season yeah eleven, yeah exactly four. <laughs> yeah you blew your wad for season 11 way back in episode four that's what happened and dude that's that's you know and that's why i said jeremy carver could have left on season 10 and been you know because jeremy carver blew his wad on episode four for season 11 <laughs> oh my god this is so good Okay, so other notable episodes, of course. Uh, I just I like the Thin Lizzy episode just because I like Lizzie Borden. I like. Oh my the whole... god! Did you see the commercial for the new Lizzie Borden? Oh, <gasps> I know. Yeah. It looks like um, fucked up shit. I was like, hey, I might have to watch that one. This some crazy and, crap. And that but episode anyway. is directed by uh, Rashad or Ernesto Green, and it's written by Nancy Wan. Oh, she's our newbie. Yeah. Nancy. Yeah. She's written a couple of really good episodes. Um, and, uh, another one that I loved was plush, uh, because oh Sheriff Dawn is back and that, that yes, Bro. it was creepy. Oh my God. That was the creepiest shit. And it didn't do, they didn't do anything, but just I, sit just there and stare at you. Just talking about it. Yes. Wow. They, uh, it was just like, oh my God, that was just so fucking creepy. But that episode is directed by Tim Andrew. Um, it was written by, uh, Eric Carmelo. Uh, and Nicole Snyder and like I said uh, you know Sheriff Donna's back in that one and you know uh, there was something that I saw Brianna Buckmaster was talking about you know the very first episode she was in um, she was like I think she said she was four she was like almost six months pregnant in that episode Uh, but she didn't tell them yeah she didn't tell them that she was that you know it was just she just let them think you know and then when they hired her of course they found out but but i mean you know they she just let them think she was a little fat you know because <laughs> the, the the character you know she was so that's what she was going for but anyway. and then they had to later because she's really kind of tiny oh my god she's hot I mean, she's you super know, hot. I was like, well, you know, if I was gonna, yeah, yeah, that's one of those. I, you know, if I was gonna go gay, uh, it would be for Brianna or Kim. Yeah, I mean, totally, totally. Uh, maybe even Rowena, uh, you know, Ruthie. I might even for Ruthie. Um, uh, but anyway, so well, you know, it's the accent. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, dude. Uh, anyway. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. No, we're not. Yeah, just my imagination. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, just my imagination, which is episode so eight, and that was good. that was directed by Richard Spate Jr., who played Gabriel, the trickster, of course. Um, and and I think this, this, this I, I is think the this, first one he did. Is it? Yeah, I thought it was the first one that he um, directed. Um, he, he won an award for this episode. Yes, or was he the one? Did he win it? I think he won the... Yeah, I think this is the one he won the award for. Um, but it was written by Jenny Klein. So this is another Jenny Klein written. So good. And, and it's, it, you know, it's a monster of the week episode, but it's such know, a good episode. And I, If the, the, anybody could have done it, it was spate. Holy shit. And the guy that plays Sully... Nate That's Torrance, so he is so good in that. I love it when he's so like, good. He, she's got a little sparkle. She's got sparkle <laughs> on her face. It was just like, oh my God. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Um, it's, you know, and of course, uh, you know, Dylan's back in this one as uh, young Dean and uh, Dylan Kingwell as young Sam, uh, you know, for so the, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, this is, it's, it, it's hard on Dean in this episode, in that episode, you know, it's hard on him seeing that, that Sam had another hero besides him, you know, I think, I think that, mm-hmm. I think that's part of what they're trying to show you there, but, um, uh, let's see. Oh, brother, where art thou? Is another good one. Uh, where they uh, go talk to Lucifer in the cage, and of course, you know, uh, Sam gets in there with him, and he's stuck in there. Uh, it's directed by Robert Singer. It's written by Buck Lemming. So, yeah, it's another one of those. It's a notable yeah, episode. Like Amara is like raising the earth, man. Mm, right. Um, the devil in the Holy details shit. is when uh, Dean and Cass go to the cage to rescue Sam. Uh, so that's another notable episode. That's episode 10. Uh, again, that's written uh, directed by uh, Thomas J. Wright, but it's written by Andrew Dabb. Um, and uh, so, you know, there's a lot of notable episodes in season 11. There's, yeah, there's a lot of really good ones, but yeah, and and if I'd if I'd allowed myself to pick more than one favorite episode, I would have had more than just Baby because I love Don't You Forget About Me too, which is episode twelve, um, because that's you know that we get Claire, we get Alex, we get uh, Donna, you know, and Sam and Dean go into town to help them. And um, we get to see them at a dinner table, like a, a real family, you know. Um, and that's just <laughs> the boys are like, "Is this chicken? It's not tenders." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the whole the, the whole pregnancy, you know. Oh <laughs> if we can't talk about it, then you shouldn't be doing it, is what Jody says. And I just I love swear how Dean uncom- wanted to crawl under the table. Yes, Dean and Sam <laughs> are just so uncomfortable. I just love that. Um, it's directed by Stefan. You have to say his last name again. Plus, plus in, yeah, that, that guy. Um, it's, it was directed oh, by him. <laughs> um, it was <laughs> and uh, written by uh, Nancy Wan. Again, that's another what? great one written Nancy? by Nancy. Yeah. Um, and but that's that's like my second favorite uh, episode of season eleven um, because it's just, I mean, you get to see that family dynamic. You know, and mm. and yeah, and pass the potatoes. Well, you know, we're we're widening our scope again, which makes you know Dean nervous, but also you know he really likes the family unit and he needed it. Right. But it always makes him nervous because he doesn't like loving anybody because he knows he's gonna lose them. It's just his immediate. right. Yeah. He's he's definitely got abandonment issues, um, and then a really good episode, the vessel too. That was um, yeah, that's a good episode. It's it's the sub episode. Is yeah, really good. 
Yeah. And then, of course, the wrestler one, which was. Yeah, that's just <laughs> cute. And, and you know what? I saw some um, con footage about that one, too, with Jensen in the ring, you know, mimicking um, Ric Flair. Such a good time. The wrestler yeah. Ric Flair. And that that is, he had never seen Ric Flair. The wrestler that was the guest star on the show uh, showed Jensen that, and Jensen just let go. And did it, and the guy was just amazed that Jensen could mimic like that. But I mean, that's that what he does. The devil's horn thing he did was amazing. The what he did? The little devil's horn thing he did. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and was, then it was a play on Ric Flair, but not not really. But yeah. Um, episode sixteen, Safe House, is another good one. Um, that's you know that. Bobby. Yeah, we get Bobby and Rufus. Oh my God! Um, directed by Stefan again. Uh, plus, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna even try again. Um, <laughs> written by uh, Robbie Thompson. Robbie. 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 I just loved how they did that. It was a real yes. It, it it it's a great way to bring back the characters that we love and without even, cheating too much. Yeah, and um, it was Jim Beaver's episode for that season. You know, I mean, he gets. One a season at least, and that was the one. Um, and then we get Rufus on top of that. Yeah, so it's, it's just yeah, and I loved Rufus. I hated it when they killed him off, and yep. then, you know. But anyway, that's we bitched about that episode yeah, too. Yeah, we've already done that. Yeah, we've already done that. We did that in a, in a previous episode of the podcast. We bitched about that, so we'll move on. Um, and then the next one that is red meat. Red meat. Yes, episode seventeen, and I love this because in this one we get to see. Sam save Dean. We get to see B A M F Sammy in this one, and I'm not even sure that you can call him Sammy after you see that yeah. episode. It's mm-hmm. he's Sam. There's no Sammy. You know, Sammy's not here anymore. You know, <laughs> you know. Oh my God! When I mean, you know, they're not going to kill Sam, especially in the middle of the season. But not. holy Jesus! Yeah, Jensen, like, oh. Having to leave Sam behind in that right. hole, I, I didn't think he would ever do it. I didn't. And I know either. he had to save the, the people, and that's the only reason he did it because mm-hmm. he still has guilt issues from. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you know but. what? The the my favorite scene of the whole episode is when uh, Sam makes it back to baby. You know, when he stumbles back up and he's he falls over on baby, and he just kind of pats her rear quarter panel you know like yeah it's just me baby uh, you know i made oh it I, I love so it broken. i'm here i don't yeah. know how he did that yeah that's just and i wonder if that was one of those just kind of ad-lib things or if they said okay when we get when you get back we want you to pat baby you know no, <laughs> i think these, that was these are things the boys just do yeah that was a jared move i i firmly believe that um the next notable episode is don't call me shirley episode 20 oh my god and if i'm not mistaken that was the last episode Episode Robbie wrote for us. Oh my God! Um, yeah, yeah, written by Robbie, directed by Robert Singer. And oh my God! And that's these, him and uh, Curtis. That was so good. Oh yeah, Cur- you know. Again, I can't say enough how much I love <laughs> Curtis Armstrong. He played. You know, he was. He was one of those characters that you hated, you know, met a douche. I mean, we all called him names. We all called. But you know what? It was because he was so good at it. Mm-hmm. That's why we hated yeah. his character. He's a very underrated art actor. Oh, you know, yeah. The, yeah. All of the guys that are like that, the one that played, you know, uh, Campbell, also X-Files dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mitch played Such yeah. a good actor. Mitch yeah. Played. Oh, yeah. 
And, and oh my god, but, these but, guys get such amazing actors that come into the rosters, and it's just wow. Well, and Curtis brought that character full circle. From you know, they stumble on him, and they think he's a good guy, and he's going to help them. And of course, he turns out to be a bad guy. Um, and then he brings him back around to a hero because they, he saves. You know, he fights Amara so that Sam and them can get away. Well, it, you know, these these guys, when they fall from grace, it's always from something, one of the big deadly sins, and his was jealousy. You know, right. he was yeah. he was God secondhand for, in his mind because he, he wrote all the shit down. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then he, he found just, out, you know, and then he found out from Chuck that there wasn't anything special about him. He was just the closest one to the door. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God. You yeah. Know? That's that was brilliant but that then, they put that I think in. You find out that Chuck really is an asshole. In you well, not not but, not anymore. I mean, so much as he was, you know what I'm saying? He's he's grown. He you, like grew humanity. Yeah, yeah. Through, through watching the humans, right? And if that. if Chuck had stayed in heaven and continued to be God, he would be an asshole. He, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, he would be a, a total prick. But because he came down to Earth and lived with us for a while. You know, yeah, because in all in the family, you know, then we have Curtis mm. sacrificing himself for right. the greater good. Right, exactly. That yeah, and um, I love We Happy Few when they you know, a la Ocean's Eleven, go around and gather up their team. I, yeah. I, you know, I just love that. Um, I love all of them working together to do it. it and the director is John Badham. Um, it's written by uh, Robert Bobo Barons. And, and I, I call him Bobo and I don't want anybody going. Uh, I mean, that's, that's what we all call. yeah, that's what everybody calls him. And that's what he calls himself. I mean, I think that's his Twitter handle. Um, it is. Uh, but uh, he, you know, it, it's a great that's a great episode where they gather everybody up. But the the one that gets me is the finale, the Alpha and Omega. That is um, episode uh, 23. And that one, you know, all these seasons, Sam and Dean have been the hero. And in that episode, the hero is a little old lady feeding pigeons sitting on a bench. Because, well, first of all, let me tell you, it was directed by Phil Segrisha. Uh, It's written by uh, Andrew Dabb. Um, And, you know, when when Amara's in the park with that little old lady sitting on a bench and, you know, she's like, yeah, but he's family. So what are you going to do? You can't kill him. You know, and that was what Amara was like, uh, you know, and she, the, the little she lady. That yeah, she, yeah, she needed, and, and her finding, uh, you know, that was when Amara was like, yeah, I can't kill him, I'll miss him, you know. And then Dean comes along and he plays Dr. Phil for them, therapist for them, a family counselor, mm-hmm. and hooks them together, you know, gets them together and they uh, work their shit out. And nobody wants to destroy the earth anymore. They're just going to go off and be brother and sister and get to know each other. And that's great, but it all started with that little old lady sitting on the bench feeding pigeons. You know, she's the hero of this season. She was the hero, not Sam and Dean. The little old lady sitting on the bench was the hero. So, and, uh, I really liked what they did with Amara, Amara in the beginning. And then, I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, I, I she just fizzled at the end for me. I don't know if it was the changing of hands because, you know, that's when. Uh, you know, Carver started backing off and right. uh, took, started and that, taking over yeah. to do the changeover. But. 
but it, yeah, she, hard. She, I mean, you know, I, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know what the suits are are asking for versus what they were getting. And and I will give it to Emmy, Emily Swallow because I mean, she she did really she did a good job as Amara. Um, but and I think, yeah, like that one scene where uh what's that song she's a woman soon? yeah she's a woman now that's in my top Whoa, yeah so good yeah but see that wasn't emily playing her then i don't know no, no, no. Yeah. but Amara. yeah but but um yeah that's in my top five music cues the gary puckett and the union gap that this girl's a woman now with her walking down the street but we talked about that in a prior episode but um Dean, once again, is going to, sac- you know, he's willing to sacrifice himself. He's going to be the bomb. He's going to blow her up. And he gives the keys to Sam, you know, and it's like, yeah. And he and we got that, you know, no chick flick moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got that again from the f- first episode from the pilot. You know, no chick flick moments. Um, and we got bitch and jerk. I mean, we got we got it all. And, and it it was just that was a good way for jeremy carver to leave us i guess because he he gave us flashbacks and and callbacks to other you know happier times so to speak um and uh we are going to do an episode that is uh the same kind of stuff with a uh episode seasons 12 and 13 but our next episode because the premiere is upon us uh it's coming up in just a few days um we are going to do an episode where we talk about what we would like to see in season 14 uh and so that's going to be the next episode of the podcast and uh it will be available uh coming up soon uh and you know what if you've got any kind of opinion any kind of something that you would like to have us cover you know feel free to email us uh winchesterwinches at gmail.com and also something that i want to throw out there because uh i think it would be a good idea if you are listening to this podcast and you are a fan of the show you are more than welcome to be a guest on the show with us uh send us an email saying you know why you would want to be a guest and what you'd want to talk about and so forth uh and be sure to include a phone number because i'll have to be able to call you to put you on the air with us um but if you if you want to be a guest host like cindy was last time um uh or yeah come on we'd be more than happy to have you on the show we sure would yeah so uh come on with your bad self (laughs) email us at winchesterwinches uh at gmail.com uh and uh we'll hook up (laughs) we'll do lunch (laughs) have your people contact us we'll we'll do lunch uh but anyway be sure to look us up uh on facebook we have a page for the podcast uh winchester winches and uh it's the winchester winches podcast is how you need to look it up because we do have a group called winchester winches uh that is a private group uh but you know impress us you can get in (laughs) yeah we're kind of easy yeah, uh, just 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 know that it's it's a spoiler zone. Oh yeah, no there's spoilers back. all there's over no, the place. There's no holding back. Yeah, it, we we uh, we, we do little, warn you. We, stuff. we, we have, will we warn have, you. We have cast yeah. girls. We have Sam girls. Oh yeah, we even have some Mark Shepard girls. We have. We sure do. Yeah, we so, have we have one that is a Jeffrey Dean fucking Morgan. Oh uh, Lord, you know, yeah. So uh, you know, you we have this group that's all these peoples, and uh, we all make it work. And like I said, it's not a spoiler free zone, but we will warn you. We will make a post. You know, if we make a post, we will put on there that it's a spoiler. So yeah. Uh, but anyway, we have a watch. We have a watch chat. It's very fun. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's great. And we will be using um, the we do the uh, thread, you know, where we all watch it together and we make comments and so forth. uh, And we'll be using those comments uh, in our uh, post episode uh, podcast. Yeah, our little after show. Yeah, so uh, if you want to be a part of that, let us know. We will hook you up. (laughs) But anyway, thank you for joining us again on the Winchester Winches podcast. Okay, so join us next time for our Season 14 wish list. Until then, peace out, bitches. Bye.